everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I'm Lily Marston, here with Jesse Smiles, and this is episode 55. That's a good one. I was one. wondering if you were going to say it. People already mm. clocked me for not putting it in the title again. I mean, give me a break. Did you talk about putting it, like, in the actual title? I thought we were just talking about, like, verbally mentioning it. No, we did, and I said, I am going to remember to do it this time. So people clocked me. I thought they were talking about the title, because I didn't put it in the title. You do always forget to do that, too. I do. I will make sure and include that. And might I just say, the reason I forget it is because usually, lately, we've been getting our uploads up at night, okay, sister? It's been hard. We've been trying, but we usually get them up at night when I'm playing Fortnite. So you really think when I do the title- Is that the reasoning? <laughs> Yeah, because if I'm playing I was Fortnite, like, well, what is your reason? I'm confused because they're they're also I'll upload it from my computer and it just names it like the file name and they're always named the episode number. Like last episode, I like the file was called 54. So when I uploaded it, the title was 54, but you deleted that and put in your own title. You're saying about the number, yeah, girl. I backspaced that real quick and then I put mm. in the title. But I'm playing Fortnite. I just can't be bothered. Right? I've got my team is screaming at me. We're in the fucking lobby. They're like Jesse. We're fucking dropping. I'm like, well, I have to put in, you know, people. The accent. A lot of people re re rely on me, okay, in the field. Well, and by the way, you guys, if Jesse seems at all distracted this episode, it's because we're shooting later than normal, and I feel Period. like this is usually your fort. This this is your Fortnite time. By that, do you mean I just won and I had to stop to film this? Yes, I did. So Gurley's wearing a crown right now in the lobby, and I need to get that crown win. Period. Anyway, yeah, we are here a little bit late, but for you guys, I mean, uh, you, it, you don't. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It all looks the same. <laughs> so today we asked what we should talk about. Well, I mean, I asked on my Twitter. I feel like that's all my Twitter is. It's just like, by the way, we're uploading. By the way, what should we talk about? And fighting with random people. <laughs> and, I was like, and then one other thing that we're not going to mention. So uh, most people, though, responded saying they wanted another part to the Colleen Ballinger drama. I Ugh. feel weird calling it drama because it's like more than that, it seems like. But um, to that, I had answered, I don't think I can handle talking about that for another two hours. Literally, just yet. same. That being said, there aren't a whole lot of other things going on. Yeah, so we're gonna more. talk about it for like 30 minutes. Maybe. Yeah, we're just gonna, there's a few like brief things and then like some weird add-ons of other characters in her life. I also came across a TikTok that we'll look at. It just seems like whatever evidence we had last episode, there's just like a million more. Like people who have come forward, people have had experiences with her who have worked for her at a young age. It's just bizarre. First of all, if you don't know any of what we're talking about, I suggest you go watch the other one first because I don't think we can handle a recap. When we filmed the last episode, the whole thing had been brought up because the fan that basically Colleen had enlisted to like be the one to take down Adam and spread stuff behind the scenes, that fan had come out and was like apologizing and said that they had gone to therapy and they had realized what they did was wrong and that Colleen had manipulated them too. So first thing there is I didn't know when we were filming that. I was very much under the impression that this fan was like a teenager at the time and now was older. Wrong. Very much not the case. They're like fucking 30. Yeah. So that really, I feel like my perspective, that shifted a lot after we filmed. But then also after we filmed, that person Cody took down their original video because we're not even going to go down this rabbit hole, it's but bad, I guess though. they're being canceled for problematic, creepy behavior on their own. With kids. Yeah, because they're 30. That was a lot. I mean, I don't think that that negates any of the evidence that we saw. Like none of the stuff is based on their personal like 
account the problem of what with happened. Cody though, um, who's the fan that put out that video, and Adam has since he kind of like went through the five stages of grief with that situation. So at first he was like, I forgive Cody. Then he was like, I do not forgive Cody. And now is saying how kind of, and I, I don't want to continue to talk about Adam because I told you it reminds me a lot of the situation I went through in terms of like he's just going through it and I don't want to continue to like have a spotlight on it although I know he does he commented on her you know last episode and said like thank you for covering it he's grateful all that stuff which absolutely does not need to thank us but I think he needs it to die down to find peace like I, I, I genuinely I believe that to do that it's not like okay stop talking about it because the whole point is he's not the part of the story we need to be focusing on it's that Colleen has had very problematic behavior. I know. It just hurts so much when you're in the midst of the storm. You just want it to end. But there is some, like, there's a benefit to, to the madness in terms of, like, he will feel, I hope, some sense of, like, peace with the situation or, like, vindication or something. Uh, like, knowing that people understand who she is now. I more meant not to be like, oh, so he should suck it up because it's for the greater good. No. I more so meant that I think this is the time to shift the conversation away from, it's not just about Adam. It's it's about Colleen. Like that's why this is something we need to talk about. So I think the topics today aren't related to him because of all the stuff that has come out afterwards. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's pretty evident she is the common denominator. But what I was bringing up with Cody is that Adam said that he's really upset and like saddened by the fact that Cody used this situation to kind of come out on top. And like they put out like all this information that he frankly wasn't really ready to be out there. He left them out of his video for a reason. And it is really painful to have people dissecting the situations you've gone through especially when there's like some level of trauma involved you know what I mean or like you're like you were a kid so I don't know yeah well and he basically explains that he was glad that Cody came forward because he said it felt like because of the realization of how horrible everything was it, like how wrong everything was basically and then coming to the realization that that wasn't the motivation behind it like yeah it's still good that it it's happened painful. I guess but it's like wait really it's just like one more selfish person manipulating him. Yeah, he said something along the lines of like, who can I trust? And I totally relate to that. Like, yeah, you start just like, I don't want to fucking interact with any of you weirdos. Like, that's what it starts feeling like. But also, Cody took down <laughs> every video <laughs> and has literally ran from the internet. It's like, what is going on here? When I found out that they took down the video, my initial reaction was like well thank god adam reacted to it jeez i know, like, I know. you can't drop that bomb and then take it back uh, i know yeah it's weird but surprisingly that's not what we're here to talk about today lily sent me a text a couple nights ago and she kind of quickly dropped she she'd be dropping some crazy information on text like random you just like say the most out-of-pocket shit i'm like wait what <laughs> just not prepared for it at all but she said something about Colleen Ballinger's brother and when she said it I said oh the fam like the family vlogger one and no so let's just introduce this character because who even is he yeah well so naturally when someone starts to get canceled people start digging and looking into their personal yeah. lives and I knew she had a sister and I think maybe like I wouldn't have bet my life that she had a brother but I <laughs> she has two that sounds fun like that doesn't sound weird yeah sure um I wasn't super familiar with any of them and she has two brothers. You're asking me. I know she has Chris and this guy we're talking about. So that's two to me. Maybe there's secret who's, Ballinger who's brothers. Isn't Chris the family? She has a brother who's a family Who's this family vlog? I don't know the family vlogger you're referring to. Oh, yeah. He's and there's been I mean, I haven't had time to deep dive into it, but there has been some shady stuff with him, too, in terms of like exploiting his kids and, you know, 
typical family vlogger stuff. She has a brother who literally has a whole like the Ballingers like family channel or something. Oh yeah. Well, so he looks very familiar. Yeah. You've probably seen him. He's like a decently sized family channel and Colleen has gotten him a pretty big following. So I recognize this brother, but I still am not familiar. But apparently the one that we're talking about is Trent Ballinger. Didn't know he existed. And he also has some kind of online presence but just he's a streamer popular right like yeah yeah i guess he's a he's a gamer um his Does he play fortnite uh, not that matters i'm just kidding i know he not the time, i would have seen him around <laughs> um wow this is a lot of screenshots and i'm not gonna lie i haven't read any of them i knew i've seen like the main one people were passing around and it was him like saying to a fan to like don't tell anyone they're talking which that's shady enough but there's a lot of text here so we're in for an interesting cold read so he's in his 30s oh yeah his handle i guess he's worn a hearing aid since childhood so his um handle is implanted gamer i think he like has a couple thousand followers he's like i guess been in pictures she's posted when it's like holidays or something but no it's not like they have like a very active back and forth online so oh my god this is gonna make my stomach turn i know it i know i was like so this is the only one i saw but i guess there's way more oh my god i just got a glimpse of them and even with my severe astigmatism, I could see enough to make me want to throw up. Uh, so Trent Ballinger says, okay, just don't share our conversation with anyone. Anything we talk about stays between you and I. To which Ollie replies, oh, okay, heart, don't worry. Oh my God. The next one says, <sighs> Jesus Christ. I'm told not to talk to people under 18 with the like, mm. I do so just to spread positivity. Is that what you call it? So yeah. And then that face again. And then the person says, oh, I don't see anything wrong with talking to people who are under 18. Who said that? You really do spread positivity and I love it. Because again, this is a child. He says family, like family tells him not to talk to people under 18. If your family has to tell you that, we already have a problem. This tweet, the caption along with it says, I wish I would have known how wrong it was at the time. That's what's oh. so sad is like yeah. these fans have zero concept when you're 13 you're like why would it be bad that i'm talking to someone like what's the big deal like you have no realm of understanding. i'm sure like a lot of women can relate but i had so many interactions with men that were older than me when i was a teenager that were so inappropriate and i just was excited that they wanted to talk to me and they were not famous they were just older like it literally was just like this oh my god this mature adult wants to talk to me like it just feels like they chose you or something you know especially when there's any level of celebrity on top of that i can't think back to like older men like men being i'm creepy. talking 30s when i was like 16 yeah even that like definitely have never had that i mean not that i remember at least maybe i blocked it out but i can very much remember that my sister is three years older than me and i used to she would like bring me to parties with her and all of the guy friends she was friends with a lot of older guys so they'd be like in their like early 20s and they were always like purposely very creepy almost as a joke it'd be like oh is lily 18 yet kind of situation Oof. but even that's not like that's yeah. gross oh my god what oh my god the fuck is going on these just like really escalate <laughs> yeah i guess this is just gonna get worse so that's great trent says you don't look by so i'm like in head tilts um i don't know if you know this <laughs> We got to break some news to you, Trent. Bi is not like a skin disease or something you can see. I just don't know if he knew that. So that's, it's not visible to the eye. And second of all, why the fuck are you talking to a 14 year old about their sexual preference? But I will continue. Ollie says, oh, I don't, crying laughing face. But yeah, I think I am. To which Trent says, 
why do you think you are? Ollie replies, I don't know. I just don't think I'm straight, I guess. And Trent says, just be honest with yourself. You're young. Don't have to label yourself yet. Ollie replies, you are very right. Yeah, I don't really want to completely label myself yet, but I guess the closest thing I am to is being bi. It's just like, why the fuck are you talking to a kid about this? I want to throw out there that I don't know if there's a bunch of other parts of this comp. Like, it's very like cropped and kind of scattered. Yeah, I don't know how sequential all of these are. But this next one says, it's Trent saying, it's okay. You're going to grow up doing what you love and probably fade away from me. Yeah, Ew. probably. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Trent says, P.S. You should come to the Orange Show. And that's how it always goes, right? It's like, basically like trying to set up the circumstances so that you don't have to be creepy. Like you're just trying to like put all the pieces in place so things just happen. Yeah. So Ali said, oh my God, I wish I could. My mom said I can't go to California. To which Trent says, why not? That's weird that they would he would even suggest that this kid go to show in another state. But. Yeah, like if it's local, still weird. Out of state, unacceptable. Ali says because she doesn't really like California. I don't know why I love it and I've always wanted to go and it's really far since I live in Pennsylvania, which this is giving me like flashbacks because I remember those older men would always want to hang out. And like, I couldn't hang out because I was like 15, 16 and my parents didn't let me go anywhere. So I would always feel this anxiety of like, oh my God, I can't go. So what am I going to tell them so they don't think I'm a fucking loser? So you can like almost see Ollie like fishing for what to say to not disappoint Trent or like push him away kind of. And it's just, oh, it's so nasty. And basically be able to say no without being like I don't want to or like I'm a kid I can't go like hello like yeah. Trent replies to that saying what's wrong with Callie and then poor Ollie says my mom really hates traffic <laughs> I just relate to it so much because of the fact that you could just tell Ollie was like trying to find something of like it's my mom it's not me I swear which is so sad but also just the reasoning is very funny I really hate traffic too that's why I love oh, California this oh fuck this next one he was always sending pics of me especially this pic he edited the picture of Ollie I think I made you pop out more peapod did he call Ollie peapod what the fuck is a peapod I don't know I was like I what does that mean oh my god yeah he's sending this picture repetitively I pictured you wearing these when meeting Tim who's Tim I don't know. Okay, so question, or not question, just observation. I hate that method of like flirting, even in age appropriate situations where it's like just sending pictures of that the other person posted. It's like, yes, I posted it. I'm aware what it looks like. I used to have a guy do that to me every time I posted a selfie and just be like, Damn. It's very much like there's certain guys that is their go-to and yeah. it seems like that's his, but then he's also doing it to a 13 year old, which is even stranger. Even if this was a reaction photo where like they were doing a funny face, that was like a really good reaction. It would still be weird, but this is not even a reaction appropriate photo. Why are you sending this repeatedly? How many times have you looked at it why are you editing it oh my god and then they said to think of all those pics being in his camera roll now oh my god he called her peapod and so he edited peapod on it let me see this next one. Oh my god oh god oh lord oh and let's not forget the time he told me i looked like his ex-girlfriend because that's normal to tell a 13 year old oh my god oh my god that's fucked he said you kind of look like my last girlfriend in that gif that is I fucking just gross don't understand oh my god I keep looking ahead and I'm like, it gets, ah, I know, I'm sorry. Ali says, if I wanted to take a break from Twitter, he wasn't having it. Ali said, sorry if I don't respond that fast. I'm trying to kind of take a break from Twitter. Trent says, why? And Ali says, I don't know. I just feel like a break might be kind of good for me or just limiting my time on Twitter. Trent replies, nah, with the picture of Ali again, the same one with the aviators. I am actually so disgusted. What is this? Ali said, oh my God, you still have that, which... 
You're referring to the picture, the picture. that he repetitively yeah. said? They said, yeah, I would. I just think it's best for me to limit my time on Twitter for just a bit, not more than just a few days, just kind of for a refresher and just for my mental health, I guess. To which Trent says, nope. Can we talk about how this 13-year-old sounds like 10 times more mature than Oh, he does? I was just about to say that. I'm like, wait, who was 13 again? Then Ollie says, oh, I still have been texting Faith this whole time. I've been on break and some other friends, just not on Twitter. And then, oh my God, literally he talks like a child. Why? Why not? Uh, ironically. <laughs> he says, why, why not? And then they say, yeah, well, I just thought it wouldn't hurt to take a little break from Twitter. That is like the fifth time that they had to say that. And then he says, it hurts. And then they said, I'm not leaving for that long or anything. I just think it would be good to have a small break again, like literally the sixth time. And then he says, I know, but not having you tweet is like having leap of faith taking over what? Am I like, like, am I just like really tired? Why do I feel like none of these make sense? I find this actually really disturbing because then Ollie has to almost comfort Trent because Ollie wants to take a Twitter break because they don't want to be on, like, I don't give a, I've taken a two year Twitter break. Like, what do you need to tell anybody about anything about what you're doing? This is ridiculous. So Ali says, I'll still be on Twitter sometimes though. I'd just like to limit my time and only for a little bit. Don't worry. To which Trent says, I'm very worried. Ollie says, for me? He says, yes. They said, why? He says, hmm, because your tweets are fun. What is happening? I'm actually so confused. Then Ollie says, I'd also be scared every night. I'd accidentally forget not to tweet after I told him goodnight because if he saw me on Twitter, he'd feel like I had lied to him. It was very stressful. Oh my God, like they had a full on, not even if they were in a relationship, would that be appropriate? Let alone what this is. Oh my God. There's a text where Ollie is saying goodnight and then Trent says, are you sure? And then Ollie says, sorry, I'm back now. I'm going to sleep, so good night. And then he says, oh, really? And then they said, yes, good night. And then he's, no. Oh my God. It's getting late and my sleep medicine is about to make me go to sleep. Good night, Trent. Stop taking meds then. Trent said, when blank said, and thank God did it with Peapod, what is that? Oh, I don't know what that sentence means. I don't know. I literally feel like I'm reading another language. Oh my God. Then he says, makes it sound like you two had sex. I guess one of Ali's friends had said something about like, oh, thank God I did something with Peapod. And Trent assumed that Peapod or Ali. And Trent assumed that Ali had had sex with this person. What on earth? So Ali replies, oh no, it's one of Tim's song lyrics. And Trent says, but she says she couldn't do it without you and thanked you. Sounds like you two are a couple, LOL. Like almost accusing them. And then Ali says, oh no, it's cause the lyric is, had a lot of growing up to do and thank God I did it with you. To which he replies, uh-huh, sure. Like fully convinced, I guess, that Ollie's in a relationship, which would be none of your business. Ollie says, but yeah, me and Blank are just super good friends. And he says, I know, just saying it sounded like you and her were gay together, LOL. And then they said, oh, oops, crying laughing emoji, LOL, no, just the lyrics. And then he said, uh-huh. And then he said, are you enjoying it? How many more are there? I can't even sit through all of oh, This is so- I don't know. I kind of, I'm like, I want to stop. Yeah, I, I don't, don't like this at all either. Let's just skip through them because this is a lot. We'll link their thread below because, you know, if they shared them, they deserve to have it seen. I just, this is a lot and I can't, I wasn't prepared for this. I'm not going to lie. I know. I'm seeing if there's like any particularly incriminating ones or if they're- Well, this one, this one's incriminating. I mean, Ugh. this one's fucked up. He says, if you're doing South California, come hang with me, LOL. Again, inviting- Ollie to hang out with him. To which Ollie replies, I probably will in a couple years, but I'll be going with my dad. And Trent replies, how old will you be? The fact that his response to, I will be there in a couple years 
and they're planning ahead that much. But not only that, him asking like, how old will you be gives me the vibe of like, are you gonna be too old at that time? That's the vibe that that gives Oh, me. I get the opposite. It's like, oh, will you be 18 then? So like, it'll be okay. Oh yeah, I don't know. I guess it could go either way. Both but they horrible. say I'd be at least 14, most likely 15 to 17 though. That means that they're like 12 or 13. And he replies, oh, to which Ali says, yeah, I wanna move to Southern California when I'm an adult though. And then he just starts inquiring about that. So this is, again, just reminding, this is Colleen's brother. I did see a lot of people kind of pointing out that she probably had, I mean, we've even said people that perpetrate abuse later in life, usually it was stemming from some kind of trauma they had earlier themselves, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't make it okay. So it's just like really alarming that it's that many people in the same family because it's like, oh, do they all just like think this is fine it could be an explanation it's just not an excuse and there's plenty of people who are abused who do not continue the cycle and dedicate pretty much their entire life to healing and not continuing the cycle so fuck that if that did happen very sorry for her and you know to him if that did happen to him and that's why he acts this way not okay like this is so weird and the fact that it's like a family trait is even weirder and the fact that it's Colleen Ballinger is even weirder even during the last episode I feel like there's so many times I'm just like this is objectively weird behavior like this isn't yeah. like oh it's like a momentary slip no what the fuck is going on guys p.s there's at least oh my god there's i saw the word vagina there's at least 30 more pictures oh my god there's lily's just flipping through them there's somewhere he's talking to ollie about sex talking about their vagina talking about people that they might have sex with oh my god i'm oh my god i'm gross uh, i'm grossed out yeah, yeah i'm so yeah. grossed out no Pass, hard pass. But we will link that thread down below because again, if you wanna see it, you can see it, but wow. Um, I do, however, wanna show you a TikTok that I came across uh, today, I think. You guys were tagging me in it on TikTok and it's another fan interaction with Colleen. We'll watch this and then we'll get off the topic and our next topic will be a lot more, not fun, but... <laughs> I'm like, I forgot what the next topic is, but at least then, yeah, I, I won't feel bad laughing at that one. By the way, if ever I'm laughing, this is because I feel very uncomfortable and these are very just like, I don't, my brain can't compute how to process them. I don't think it's funny at all. Okay, so it's um, someone stitching someone else's TikTok of them at a Miranda Singh show. And I've seen a few of these clips where it's like, she has a fan on stage and their like legs are spread. And I'm not really sure what's, happening it's a quote-unquote yoga challenge but this oh. is a minor well i'll just let them explain it okay yeah so this is someone else had showed this clip but now the person that is in that clip has stitched this hi okay my name is becky i'm the girl in this video and this video has one over a million views and that is a lot of people to be seeing this story without hearing it from me so i want to explain this so I was a fan of Colleen and all the Ballinger family for a very, very long time, and I think in this video I was about 16. If you've never been to a Miranda show, Colleen frequently has segments where she calls people up on stage. One of those segments was the porn bit, which I'm not really going to be explaining in this video, but that's why I was kind of trying to dress skimpy so that I would be called up on stage and basically get degraded by Miranda. But I did not get called up for that, I got called up for the yoga challenge. Now, as soon as I stood up from the audience, I saw Colleen's eyes widen because she realized I was not wearing pants. But for some reason, that didn't stop her from continuing. In fact, no adult at any point stepped in in this situation. So we get to the point in the yoga challenge where I am laying down and Colleen is spreading my legs basically as far as she can. She spreads them so far that you can see the spandex I was wearing under my romper, which thank God I was wearing. 
Now, the original video posted by Xander, Xandar, I'm sorry if I pronounced her name wrong, is only a screenshot, but there is a whole video of this. But that screenshot is the most important because that is the moment I will never forget where I was laying under Colleen and she was smirking down at me while thousands of people were laughing and I was terrified that my body wasn't covered enough up enough by the spandex or the romper. I basically felt naked so it felt incredibly sexually violating. I was younger and my body was still developing and I was still becoming comfortable with myself so for her to use my body as entertainment on stage really set um, my confidence back quite a lot. And not to mention after all this, after the show, I had to walk back to my car where there was many a men staring at me in a very predatorial way that they were not looking at me before because of how exposed I had been on stage. So I literally did not feel safe leaving the venue. And I'm not saying this was sexual assault, although people are debating that in that comment section, but as someone who has been sexually assaulted, this situation gave me that same feeling where it feels like you need to purge and like clean out your insides, you know, just that nasty, gross feeling. There's a couple comments on Xander's video being like, oh, she signed up for that, why is this such a big deal, blah blah blah. Colleen exploited my minor body for entertainment and money and did not protect my safety at this show. As an outsider looking into this situation, it may seem like this wasn't a big deal, but this was really pretty scary for my teenage self, and especially as someone who loved and looked up to Colleen. And I could never say anything because everybody loved her. But this is who she really is. She uses kids for her own gain. I was a minor and again, she did not protect me. So if you're watching this and you're thinking about taking your kids to a Miranda show, I would advise you to think twice because you may come back with years of trauma and I don't wish that on anyone. Oh my God. Well, and honestly, even before she starts getting into the part that literally I have like goosebumps, maybe ugh. the fact that she says even up front that she intentionally tried to dress skimpier because she thought that that would get her attention from calling like being a porn bit. I think she said that, because the whole thing was like Miranda just calls everything inappropriate porn. So she will like right. be pointing at a girl in a tank top and be like, that's porn. And then the fact that this girl's like, I intentionally underdressed because I thought that that would get her attention. That is so problematic in itself. Like, could you imagine having, finding out that kids were literally, like, they thought that that was how they were gonna get your attention? I, that's And disgusting. it is how they got it. And that it. is, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that that all is strange in its own, but then you have a bit that purposefully is spreading and you see the screen, like, spreading. It's in their very sexual positions. It's not a yoga, like, yes, it's a yoga challenge, but then the whole point is that it looks sexual and that's the funny part. And you're doing I'm, it with kids. Like, I'm, I, I'm so I'm this is like I need to like get off this topic because I actually and not that it doesn't deserve coverage and all that stuff and we understand but it is actually draining to consume so much of this because it's like she's right like they should have been protected you're spending money going to a venue you deserve a semblance not a safe space that like nothing could but like come on honestly even people with the Taylor Swift stuff with Maddie Healy, like that is talking about a safe space that they don't want her dating someone that then is like potentially gonna be on stage. Like that's enough of a compromising of their safe space. You absolutely can't like spread a, like I just like these kids idolize these people and they go and then they're just completely taken advantage of. Well, that's the thing. You're paying money to go to a show to be used by her. I mean, that's not what you're expecting, but that's what happens. You're used by her, exploited as a minor for attention for her to make the money and she's been doing it we we talked about this the other day she's been touring for over a decade it feels like like she just has been touring forever 
Literally, she was going on Clever TV and doing interviews as Miranda Sings in like 2010. She literally was like doing press interviews and stuff back when like press interviews weren't even really a thing for YouTubers. She's not even on the same level as most YouTubers that have like a come up that it's like, oh, they were just in their bedroom. Like she's been in the professional world for a yeah, long time she like, shouldn't she should know better she this is just out of hand this is i mean and there's so much more adam even showed a kid that was very similar age to adam who then eventually went on to work with colleen on tour and was super mistreated by Corey, screamed at just treated like shit and it's like what is wrong with these people why are they like this i don't get it there's like a surplus of stories that have come out. And I'm sure there's going to be more after this. It's Let's, like, it's never ending. One last thing before we move off the Colleen um, subject, which I had this in my thread from last time, but I think you and I watched it off camera. There's a video that has been now making the rounds again. I feel like it's gaining a lot of traction. And I had sent it to you because I was like, oh, look, another person we recognize. Because she has this video with Todrick who, if you haven't watched, we did an episode on him and he has had some problematic behavior of himself. This video is apparently, well, also I got uh, tagged in our, what's his old employee's name? Oh, Tommy Italiano. Tommy, yes. I saw him post that apparently Colleen and uh, Todrick used to live together. Oh, So they were like very, very close friends. And there's this clip that came out that shows them at a laundromat. Like a security camera? No, no, no. It's like the vlog footage. It's very, it gives um very much Jeffree Star vibes of just like people that just shit on other people because they can. And it's Todrick filming and Miranda, or, and Colleen's there. I don't remember if she says anything, but it's them at this laundromat where there's a homeless person sleeping and they're like harassing them and filming them. She starts out the video. It's like her in her Miranda makeup. You mean red lipstick? <laughs> at the laundromat. <laughs> There's someone we're disturbing their slumber. Guys, don't let this happen to you, okay? Because we're here. Okay. Someone... Oh my god. She woke up. She woke up. She's <laughs> This video is so reminiscent of that era on the internet, I think, when it's like people are just filming stuff because they think it's everything's funny. But I'm like, you guys are like fully grown adults here. You're not just fully grown adults. You're fully grown rich ass fucking adults. Get the fuck out. Don't let this happen to you. Do you know how close almost all of us are to letting that happen to us? It's like the majority of this country, you f ignorant fuck. Very ironic coming from the person that didn't pay rent for months. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so, oh, Lily, that was such a slay observation. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Um, I just, <laughs> Todrick always rubs me the wrong way, but it's this kind of like entitled behavior where it's like, look how much better we are than them. Let's talk about this piece of shit. Colleen like giggling in the background. Like mm -hmm. she just thinks it's fucking hilarious. Fuck this. I hate that. Jeez. I know. Yeah. So that's the only update we had for the Colleen. And it wasn't even, unfortunately, as you know, wasn't a Colleen update as much as it was a what the fuck is going on with the Ballinger? new characters update. have entered the <laughs> chat but 
Also, I think there's a bunch of stuff with her sister, who is like the second most famous one and has a lot of followers. Yeah. But I haven't gone down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um. Stop tagging us in these things. I can't handle anymore. I mean it. I mean, honestly, if something big, we will cover it. I, I think it's only fair. There was like, we were talking about this. There was like an influx of people being like, thank you for covering this. Like, not a lot of people have covered this. And I find that ridiculous. Like, how do things like this not get talked about? I have had even people that I know reach out and be like, I'm really glad you guys covered it because not a lot of people are. And I'm like, okay, this isn't us being like, we're gonna Some... have the edgy take and like take that. Like, oh my God. Like, does everyone not think this is alarming? Because I couldn't have not reacted to the way I did to any of this. I like, know. I honestly just assumed like not a lot of people had seen it, but then I guess that means not a lot of people had been covering it because yeah, there was a lot. I've had friends text me too and just be like, holy Shit, I had no idea. But that's all we have for you today. For Colleen. For Colleen. <laughs> Unfortunately, there is more upsetting topics. Before we get into our next topic, we really quickly want to thank our sponsor of today's episode, which is Sempered, who has returned once again to sponsor us. Thank you, Sempered. We love you. So thankful as usual. Let's get a little nostalgic. Do you remember your first go-to perfume that you ever bought? Ooh, it had to have been like Love Spell by Victoria's Secret or something like that. Did Victoria's Secret have actual perfumes? I feel like it was like room sprays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a mixture, but no, they do have actual perfumes. But I used to think that people would fall in love with me if I wore that word on time and it didn't work. Why'd they call it that? The other day I had a memory unlock. I don't know if it was like my first perfume, but the first one I really remember being obsessed with. Curious by Britney Spears. I was gonna say fantasy by it's, Britney Spears, ooh, but I, like I felt the Britney energy. Curious? It literally, I would still wear it now. I used to be that way about like J-Lo Miami Glow. Oh. Katy Perry Purr. That was my favorite for a really long time. It was like a little cat head as the... Anyway, Scentbird does not have those, but... Oh my god, I guess I spoke too soon, you guys. Scentbird does carry Curious. This is the best day ever. Just when I thought I couldn't love Scentbird anymore, they also have Katy Perry Purr. And they come in these nice little travel size. They last around a month. And Scentbird's amazing because it's a subscription service. So you get a month's worth, but once that's up, and honestly, you'll probably still have some left over because they're a really nice size, you will get another shipment and you can choose the scents. They're constantly changing, rotating, bringing in new brands. There's indie brands, designer brands, you name it. It's probably on Scentbird. Which ones did you get Scentbird? this month. Ooh, lots of hard names. So give me one second. Oh my God, they're always French. The French do smell good. One of them is called Mind Games Blockade. That one's the easy one to say. Now we're moving on to the challenging ones. We have Cicely Le Reve, and we have Dance Etoile et de Parfum, Grace de Monarch. Mm, period. And my favorite was the Dance Etoile. That one, it's very fresh. I love it. It's like an everyday scent, not too sickly sweet, anything like that. Which ones did you get? I got Magnolia Infinita by Aqua de Parma. Then we have 3910, I can pronounce that, <laughs> by Foop Fragrances. And Rose Struck by, I thought it said Lils, but it says Lise. So if you guys are interested in trying Scentbird for yourself, just scan the QR code on screen and use our code DWKT2 and you get 55% off your first month. Thank you so much to Semper for once again being an amazing sponsor of this channel. We love you. Okay. Well, I know we said we wouldn't talk about her, but then Ethan Klein went and freaking did an interview with freaking Pearl and now we're talking about her. Not us just saying that. And I've been like thinking about it for a while and I just finally voiced I'm like, yeah, we're never gonna do that. Well, thanks, uh, Ethan. Great timing. <laughs> if you don't know, my what's her name? My name is Pearl. Is that her like uh, username? It, it's Pearly Things. It's Pearly. Just, just Pearly Can't things. even care to learn her username. She is a grifter, a man-worshipping grifter. I don't know what else. To, I don't know what she, she is, a pick actually. Me. A pick-me girl. Oh, my gosh. She's the definition of a pick-me girl. For sure. But none of the guys pick her. Yeah, but... Lily. 
I'm sorry, but I can't hold back. She's awful. She is awful. And if you don't know, and this was a tidbit I was going to tell you before, but I said, wait, let me just say it on oh, camera. Oh, no. She, okay, the first time I ever learned about her is because she started dating angry reactions on TikTok. I did find that out kind of recently. Yes. Oh my God. So I knew when they got together, then they said, this was before her grift. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't doing any of this. She was literally clout chasing, got with him to like be big on the internet. That didn't work because once they broke up, she's irrelevant. And then she just started grifting and just being like, well, let me just say the most outrageous, crazy anti-woman bullshit and see where it gets me. And guess where it gets you? H3. I guess it, it gets you a lot of followers, apparently, because there's not a whole lot of competition. It's so weird. And I said to Jesse, even before we started filming, she baffles me, honestly, even more than Candace Owens. Because Candace, I feel like sometimes you, you can tell. I'm like, oh my God. Well, like she's clearly pandering to this group. Pearl will have these takes that are like directly detrimental to like her, it would affect her own life. She definitely fights uh, for like the oppressed quote unquote, white man. Oh yeah, that's her, like she's their protector. The reason I know who she is, is because it was when Andrew Tate, and that's honestly when her she started weaseling her way into this community, <laughs> is um, when the whole red pill movement really took off. And she participates right. in all of these debates. She's friends with like the Fresh and Fit guys, like that podcast. It's just so ironic because I'm not trying to come for her appearance or anything, but. It's just like the guys that she hangs out with, literally she is the type of person that they would be absolutely talking shit about. It doesn't make sense at all. It's like she's trying to get in with these guys that have only accepted her because she just like parrots all the stuff that they say. That's always how that works. Those people will hang out with a few gays or like a few women or like a few- I have a, I have a friend that's a woman. Yeah, literally just to say like, bro, I'm not homophobic or I'm not like, bro, I hang out with all these girls and I hang out with them. Like that's literally how they operate. It's like, they really can't stand them obviously because that's their core belief. But so it's funny though that she's always going on these shows and doing these debates, but like, wouldn't you think if you were like setting yourself up to be in a debate, you would like, you know, have some facts ready or like be prepared? Not these people. She literally never has any clue what she's talking about. She throws out these weird generalized takes that are very much like supposed to be based like, I believe in family and traditional values and blah, blah. But like, if anyone like tries to challenge it all, she then brings in a completely other random fact to try and back it up and it doesn't make sense. She doesn't stand on anything of actual like reason or substance. She literally is just rage baiting. So how do you debate with like no fact? You're just trying to piss people off and you know it because you tried to date angry reactions just to get famous. It didn't work and now you're trying to do this, but you really don't believe half the, half is generous, half of the bullshit coming out of your mouth. Well, and it's funny because she very much backs, like she isn't very defiant in any of her points. Like someone will call her out and she'll be like, well, I mean, yeah. Well, I'm curious, I didn't see this episode yet, so I'm curious to see. I haven't either. I started watching it and then I stopped to save my reactions. We'll start it and I'll put it like at a faster speed. Because okay. I feel like her and Ethan both don't talk very fast. Yeah, Ethan do be talking real slow. <laughs> he really does. Oh, but I think it's uh, funny to, for context, to set this up before she went on, she tweeted and said, I'm going on H3. Will they go in the interview in good faith? Or is this a trap? The majority of the answer to that poll was that it was a trap. <laughs> so let's see if it was. Well, anyway, um, I guess let's just jump right into it. I want to just, I don't know how many of my audience, I'm sure a lot do, but I kind of want to just introduce you. You've become really successful the past year or two, kind of uh, 
you're, you're friends with Fresh and Fit, right? Those, those guys are your dogs, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of are sympathetic to their kind of views. But mm-hmm. you've made a name for yourself just um, on TikTok and on YouTube. So mm-hmm. let me just ask you generally, like, what kind of messages are you sharing on your platform? What kind of important messages is it that you find oh, yourself are about? Um, I believe in family. So I think that we should have policies that push family. Um, I think that feminism overall was a bad thing. I think um, that we should be, I think women are happier um, when we have, you know, family and kids over a career in the long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to just stop right off the bat saying, you don't have a family. You're not married. Wait, oh my God, that's mean? true. Oh my God, that's true. Tell she us more how that makes husband. you happy. Like, what the fuck? Oh my God, you know what's really sad is, I mean, I don't know people this extreme, but I do know people who kind of went that route of like family is, you know, whatever. And they like literally hate their life, like really bad. And isn't that like the majority of America? I, get ready. Because <laughs> her takes here <laughs> oh my God. are so, I'm like, this is so clear that you've never, but like, and I'm not coming here being like, I've been in so many long term successful really no but like it's very clear pearl has not been in any relationships that <laughs> have given her any kind of real context to on how to approach life in the long run mm-hmm. um yeah yeah sorry i'm a little nervous it's okay little, yeah little I understand. so it's more like a traditional you, you 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 want people to kind of follow more, a more traditional path in terms of mm-hmm. family and gender and all that kind of stuff yeah well and you just see the negative um like outcomes that society has when like families fall apart right and it's especially hard on the children like you see you know, um, you know, more, you're more, the kids are more likely to go to, to prison. They're more likely to drop out of school. They're more likely, um, to, you know, be in mental health institutions. So you just see like all of the problems that come with, you know, single mother homes. So I just think it's important that we push policies that push family. Basically what she's saying is divorce results with kids in jail. Literally, I could tell you maybe one friend that has parents that are still married. So, um, I have divorced parents and I didn't go to jail, but also if these policies were in place at the time where my mom left my dad and they were forced to be together, I might actually be in jail. Well, that's <laughs> I, I find hilarious. I'm like, Pearl, you realize that like, how many times have you heard the stories of like, I mean, I can even speak from experience that, and actually it's, I'll, I'll share my experience a little after she adds a little more because it's even more relevant when she talks about how we're going to preserve this family dynamic. But the idea that this family should stay together for the children is like the most toxic thing that has been fed to people for like the last however hundred year, however many years, that is so clearly not true because it never ends well because then everyone's miserable. And she says it all as if it's just like, oh, everyone knows that. And it's like, what? She has a way about her of, of speaking with a lot of certainty for sure. Like if it's like a well-known truth that everyone understands. But it's always like, what are you talking about? Some like that's, wild that, that's ass shit. the opposite. You almost like don't get it right away. You have to like sit on it for a second and be like, wait a second, no, that's not true. So how do you push a policy that promotes family? Like in what way can you Great question. a family to stay together or encourage it uh, in a sense? Um, well, I think you first have to get rid of incentives that incentivize like women to leave families. So what? What does that statement mean? Or like alimony? Like what is yes. she talking about? Get ready. Um, like, you know, for example, child support, alimony. I'm not really a fan of those. Child support. <laughs> so I find that take to be extra hilarious because as I've mentioned before that I went growing up, my dad was an alcoholic and him and my mom did not have a great relationship. He wasn't physically abusive and there wasn't like a bunch of stuff like that going on. So I wasn't concerned for my safety. But if you had asked me even when I was like 13, 14, like how would you feel about your parents getting divorced? Like my concern was never rooted in, I don't want my parents to split up. I was genuinely, and this is so sad to even say, and that I remember it, 
I remember being concerned because I'm like, how the hell are we, like I knew we had money problems already. How the hell are we gonna function with two households. I'm like, they can't both pay rent. So the idea that she's saying that there's an incentive to get divorced when as like a child, I was concerned about like my family's financial security if they got divorced because it's expensive to just exist in this country. What do you mean? It's literally provably false as well. Just like of the evidence, how, how many men avoid child support? How many men hide jobs so they don't have to pay child support? Does that mother get back with him? Just be like, oh, well, since you can't pay me, let's just be together. That makes more sense. It's a like, if someone wants to leave, they're gonna leave. What are you talking, and alimony? Uh, get the fuck out of here. I can't. And. Also, child support goes to the person who has the child the majority of the time. Hello? But in her reality that she apparently lives in, she only focuses on divorce and like families being split up. The like negative outcome from that she focuses on is that it's men get separated from their children and like don't get access to their children. And that like women are greedy bitches that are taking all their money. Like none of it makes any sense. Literally, I it's unreal. She has a comment, it, we'll hear it in a second, but where she compares, Ethan says something about like jail and she goes, well, I mean, some men say being without their kids for 20 years is like being in jail. <laughs> it's like, like huh? What? Except it's not at all. <laughs> Let's say oh, actually, I think we should ban divorce too. Yeah, I think that should be banned. Oh, banned. Yes. yes. Okay, well, that's a little bit silly. You have to acknowledge that, right? No. So banning divorce means that when you decide to get married, you are, n you are not allowed by the government to leave your significant other in any situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think that if you want to leave, you just shouldn't get married. So that's just my opinion. Right, but like- Ma'am, people don't get married with the intention of leaving. Yeah, not everybody's name is Miss Cleo, girl. Like, how the fuck are we supposed to know? Apparently it's just like, nope, you you signed up for I it, I actually sorry. trip out looking at my mom's like wedding pictures. I'm like, you guys really loved each other out. Like, that's fucking wild. Like, yeah, you can love someone and like, then things get really bad or certain circumstances really put you in situations where you see something about someone that you didn't see before. What the fuck? And that's like, the thing, it's like, how not even all divorce has to be this like really like controversial, like there was abuse or something like, no, sometimes people just grow apart because life takes place over a long period of time and things change. No, you should have known. In the real world, that kind of simplistic- And, and you know, there's, there's like exceptions to this, but I would just say in general for most cases, you know, we could talk about exceptions, but like the rule- Well, the divorce, exceptions are the important part because I've heard you say that a lot when you're talking about things. You say, oh, you want to talk about exceptions, but the exceptions is the important part because those are the people that are, that are going to be affected. I mean, exceptions are going to be a large part of, of uh, divorces, as you say. I mean, you're talking about like, you know, 25% maybe or more because mm -hmm. if you're saying you're not allowed to get divorced, so we're talking about like, what if the relationship is physically abusive? Mm -hmm. Get ready. Yeah, um, I think if it's physically, see, the, this is the problem though. All right. If it's one-sided physically abusive, okay, fine, divorce. We, we can allow a divorce for those. Why are you acting like that's ludicrous? Like, oh, I guess if it's one-sided, fine. Oh, like, fine, whatever, then maybe divorce. But like, then she throws out this. I've even talked to people that work at like abuse centers and they say that the majority of abuse is mutual. So it's not just one side hitting the, hitting the other, it's like mutual. So surely that's I just, not every time. I think, Pearl, I would love would you to know to? how many people at abuse centers you've spoken to in your life. That is the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. Not to say that mutual abuse is not a thing, 
But they always rely on anecdotal evidence. Always. It's like the only thing they have. It's like, I spoke to some- Yeah, I bet you did. Exactly. Riley, on right. this phone, right? Me too. I spoke to someone yesterday. I can't. And again, she is the first to be like, well, but that's, I mean, that's an exception. We can talk about exceptions if you want. Literally, your entire thing is based on an exception for like the one, maybe, woman that's going to get divorced literally for money. Like, I have to say, I do not think that our policies and the way they're made and stuff are, are perfect by any means, by any stretch, okay? I really don't. But oh my God, thank God that there's checks and balances and people like this can't just barge in and like decide things for people because girly, you are a hot mess. And there are a lot of people, <clears throat> Marjorie Taylor Greene, that think just like you and I cannot, like if those people were just in charge and had all the say, we'd be so royally fucked. But I also just wonder, and what I had said before we started filming, I'm like, does she really think this? I don't know because she says it with so much confidence that you would have to assume that because she literally looks like she's racking her brain to think about, I think to maybe a certain extent she does. Because it doesn't affect her. Well, yeah, obviously, but that's all of them. They always have this type of like strong opinions about things that don't affect them and that I don't know how that's even possible, but she obviously, as strong as she feels about this subject, has not thought about it for more than two seconds because like, what is this exception? Who's gonna decide? Who's gonna rule? You have to go to a judge? You have to prove that you were physically- Oh, like, get ready, get ready, because do? now we get to talking about criminal court versus family court. Clearly, that's just, not every well, I think, yeah, I know. But it's not healthier either. Mm -hmm. I just think that the goal should be to keep families together and that the goal should be to work through it. I, you know, I think most people agree with that, right? Because I think we all can look oh at the stats and say family. Pause it. She looks like Gwyneth Paltrow, current day. Not actually, but the, the face. The essence. Yeah, the, they're in the same font, yes. The same smirking that Gwyneth Paltrow did on the trial is her right now. Oh, I'm tripping. Okay. Is important, right? Family is important. Nuclear families is important to like the health of, of children growing up in general. I think we can all say that. But when you say something like divorce should be illegal, yeah. We got to kind of suss that out because that's a even that. She, yeah. Like she, it's almost then like she's admitting defeat. Like, yeah, that was a dumb point. But then she keeps arguing. <laughs> Pretty uh, extreme claim. For example, um, in 2014, family violence was the cause of 25% of divorces. So I don't think it's fair to characterize that as some kind of like super fringe example of why people get divorced. Well, we also have to look at there's incentive structures in place where there's a lot of false accusations in family court. <laughs> Um, like, and a lot of people don't know this, that family court is actually based off, it's not based off of evidence, it's based off a of balance of probabilities. And there are incentive programs that you get, um, like in the UK, you get a free lawyer if you have The number of times, sorry to keep pausing, the number of times this bitch will be talking about policy, which I would think would apply to the country we, you know, live in. Then she'll pull in the, this random ass fact about the UK, always. I think maybe she lived in London for a little bit. I don't know. But literally, I don't care if there's an incentive she for said, something if you in actually UK. look at the evidence of the policies in Barbados, it's like, girly, we're, we're not there. Exactly. I was like, that seems irrelevant. But I mean, okay. I think we can learn things from foreign policies. I'm not saying we can't, but I'm just saying it is funny that that's like her main evidence. It, that can't be your, like, to back up your point if your point is to outlaw divorce in the US. Lawyer, if you accuse your husband of abuse and it's less than 10% of cases are actually like followed through with with the police. Oh, she says that in the UK, they'll give you a lawyer if you accuse your husband of abuse. She is making it sound as if they have like infomercials being like 1-800-ACCUSE-YOUR-HUSBAND NOW. Sorry, I, I don't want to move on quite yet. I want to stick on the topic of not allowing people to divorce. You don't want to so talk about the UK, Ethan? That you do want to allow people to divorce. Then you don't really believe that. No, I would say ban, ban divorce. Because oh, you just said you would allow an exception in the case of abuse. I said one-sided abuse exception, sure. Okay, so how do you prove the one, so then you don't believe in forced divorce? Or I mean, I mean you have uh, okay, a ban divorce. Fine, fine. Ban divorce except for one-sided abuse. Okay, sure. except for one-sided abuse. And is there gonna be a system to kind of, uh, how do you prove that 
that the the woman or man. Well, I, I think yeah, I think you have to you have to press charges in criminal court, not family court. So only if your significant other is tried criminally are you allowed to leave the relationship. Yes. Tried and found guilty criminally. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, you know, just stick out of, you know, which is fine if you don't, you know, want to be with- Otherwise, just stick it out! Take a punch here and there! Are you fucking kidding? Do you know what the statistics are about, like, rape cases? What do you think they're gonna be about, like, interpersonal relationships? Are you kidding? Yeah, but she's the same type of person that doesn't understand how many times someone can assault someone and never go to fucking jail, even if they're tried, even if they confess, even if there's DNA, even if there's fucking everything, they could still not go to jail. And she'll be like, well, they didn't, you know, they didn't get charged. That is because Pearl would be in the fucking courtroom being like, well, I mean, but did the woman provoke him? Did she, yeah, did she say some what stupid was she shit? Wearing? I'm going to be with someone forever, but I just say stay, stay out of marriage. You right, know, because when you say marriage is supposed to be, you know, for better or for worse and sickness and in health and for richer or for poorer. It's not supposed to be, you know, when I feel like leaving. And the majority of divorces nowadays, it's just, you know, when the girl just feels like leaving. That's not true. According to what, Pearl? Your I own can't. weird observation of the, like, that is not a thing. Other is tried criminally. Are you allowed to leave the relationship? Yes. Tried and found guilty criminally. Yes, yes. Otherwise, you know, just stick out of, you know, which is fine if you don't, you know, want to be with someone forever. But I just say stay, stay out of marriage. You right, know, because when you say marriage is supposed to be, you know, for better or for worse and sickness and in health and for richer or for poorer. It's not supposed to be, you know, when I feel like leaving. And the majority of divorces nowadays, it's just, you know, when the girl just feels like leaving. That's not true. So, and, and well, you it's know, well, I've, talked to, I've talked to hundreds of women. That's on not, the show, that's just, so that, that doesn't prove anything. And, and even if you look at, if you look at um, when no fault divorce was initiated in the 80 and 1970 initiated i mean one of one of the number one reasons was financial <laughs> differences like that's gonna be my new answer for anything someone will like say that's not right i'm like well i've talked to hundreds of people that say it is. <laughs> literally but that's it's oh, i'm telling you it's their go-to and i just love how i mean love ethan or hate ethan he is a great interviewer for this reason because he'll just like straight up just be like no that's not a thing the fact that no one else ever does I is know. so weird well because she's me. always with people because who agree all with of her, her stuff is such bullshit yeah. in the 80 and 1970 i think it was initiated i mean one of one of the number one reasons was financial differences and irreconcilable difference irreconcilable and yeah irreconcilable yeah, yeah. so, um, but, so, so but yeah i just think like you know for the people that don't believe in real marriage, because what, what is marriage if, if you can get divorced over damn near anything? It's not marriage anymore. It's something else. Well, so I think the reason for that, historically, this uh, emphasis on staying married, right? Or even before this uh, no-fault divorce was uh, an option, and it was more difficult for women to get divorced or men, the uh, abuse of power and the risk for abuse and for people to get stuck in a horrible relationship situation, not just for them, but their kids, right? I mean, obviously, have seen, having your kids watch their mother get beat up. And, and oftentimes it's going to believe or, or the kids get watching their father get beat up like it goes both ways I, yeah and I, I acknowledge that it goes both ways so both people have a, a right to in my opinion get divorced because the alternative is one of the partners being stuck and like do you, do you, think, that's lethal, of, uh, do you, do you think that's the majority of cases a majority of cases of what divorce of divorce 25 percent 25 it's 25 percent based on statistics no, no but that's not no that's not what's um in criminal court it's like less than less than 10 percent um it actually followed through in criminal court well so regardless can, okay um again exception versus rule like what yeah uh, just, why, just why would you put that, that like there. exactly it's like that doesn't change it that those people should be able to get divorced too it's always these like that women are like greedy and they want these incentives and i'm like you realize also the one of the reasons women notoriously get stuck in relationships is because they aren't 
able to be financially stable by themselves because they've had to rely on the man to bring in most of the money, not because they're lazy or something, but because women don't make as much money. Well, it's <laughs> not even just that. It's like you are so painfully inexperienced, like you said, with relationships, because if you've been in any long-term meaningful relationship or you've even seen them, if you've actually talked to hundreds of women, you know how women work. And the way we work is we will hold on for so much longer, like our boundary will be here and we'll push it so far past until yes, we'll, we'll wake up one day and be like, I can't love you anymore because I have pushed so far. And I've seen it happen to people in my life and I've seen people on the brink of it. It happened to my mom. My mom wanted to get divorced and then stayed for three years. Like that's called fighting for a relationship, but not wanting to live the rest of your life miserable. You obviously no, don't even understand it out. that. Yeah, literally it's like, they just wake up in the morning and they leave. When, who, I've never seen that. Because apparently they do so for a check. Have you seen child support checks? I've seen one girl, lady on TikTok, she gets $50 a month. Girl. And, and oftentimes it's one of believe. Or the kids get watching their father get beat up, like it goes both ways. I, yeah, and I, I acknowledge that, it goes both ways. So both people have a, a right to, in my opinion, get divorced because the alternative is one of the partners being stuck and like do you, do you potentially think that's a lethal uh, situation. Do you think that's a majority of cases? A majority of cases of what? Divorce? Of divorce. 25 percent. 25 percent. You just brought up an exception. No, no, but that's not, no, that's not what's um, in criminal court. It's like less than, less than 10 percent um, actually followed through in criminal court. Well, so regardless, 10 percent's yeah. enough, don't you think? No, I said less than 10 percent of the abuse cases of the 25 percent. So that's like... Journal of Family Violence in 2014 found that approximately- Also, Pearl, do you think that it's super great for the kids to see their parents going through a criminal trial? <laughs> like, It's the same people who say like, well, if you were sexually assaulted, why didn't you go to the police? You ignorant. I need to stop speaking because I have nothing nice that's going to come out of my mouth. But you are so painfully ignorant. And it's such a shame that people like you can afford a sure mic because you are very loud and very wrong. And it is annoying. And I am over it. Let's get to her line about it being jail to not have um, for fathers to not be with their kids. And um, then I think you guys, we've been recording for a while. So I think we're going to call it for sweat. this one. And, and we'll continue because Pearl's too much for us to handle yeah, for we gotta one break episode. Her up. We need to break it up into two. Cases of what? Divorce? Of divorce. 25%. 25 what? it's 25% based on statistics no, no but that's not no that's not what's um in criminal court it's like less than less than 10% um actually follow through in criminal court well so regardless 10% is enough don't you think no i said less than 10% of the abuse cases of the 25% so that's like journal of family that. violence in 2014 found that approximately 25% of divorces in the united states involve domestic violence right but again that's because the woman says that she was because they're incentive yeah, but, but you're just saying stuff you're just saying stuff you don't actually know that to be true no i do how i do like okay, you, get a lot, you get a free lawyer if um how does that sorry but how does that prove to... that women are lying about violence no, get... because I, I'm saying that you can't, okay, you can't prove it unless they go to criminal court because criminal court is based off of evidence where, where family court is based off of a balance of probability. So it means it's more likely that they did it than didn't do it. It's not innocent until proven guilty. Right, but they're not going to jail. It's just to let this uh, abused uh, I mean, you could partner. call it jail when you have a lifetime of not seeing your children. When the you whole could, like, but it's community, not. I mean, you, you could, I mean, have you spoken to these men? It's like, literally, their whole community thinks they're an abuser. Now they, they get to see their kids maybe three days a month if they're lucky. Um, a lot of them are Sure, of course. Yeah, right? there's, there's bad outcomes for sure. But on the whole, a lot, of, a, lot of men, a lot of men zero themselves out during that. <laughs> you could, but it's not. Literally, what kind of a, a statement is that? For someone that's so like, but that's not the majority and that's an exception. And then she throws out these weird ass comments. And, and like, the fact that she's a single childless woman being this loud. I have always been so adamant of like, ever since I had kids, I'm like, oh yeah, most people shouldn't have kids. Like period, like absolutely not. Because... 
It's fucking hard and it changes your whole relationship with your partner and it's very difficult. It is, I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world, but I think a lot of people shouldn't do it because it's not for everyone. This one is like wants to force that on everyone and then not give them an out if like something obliterates their, have you ever seen like, I know that Ethan brought up the abuse thing, but there's so many other circumstances. There are parents that don't stay together when they lose a child because they just cannot live through it That's together. What, I mean, I said earlier, there's things that aren't necessarily like controversial reasons for like, that it's one person's fault. Maybe people just grew apart. But yeah, like you said, maybe there's emotional situations that it's very painful. She just doesn't ever consider real life circumstances. Well, literally, look at her looking up at the ceiling for answers. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's literally like, mm, yeah, okay. Like about real life things. And again, single childless women. I think single childless women are amazing, but definitely don't be speaking on what family should hey. be doing. Hey, really. But like, you shouldn't be making decisions, for instance, of like what families should be doing because you don't know what it's like. Just like Pearl certainly shouldn't, but also, and again, that's her. like, we've had discussions when we're talking about like kids and stuff where I will fly be like, I mean, Honestly, I don't have a whole yeah. lot of opinions on this because it doesn't affect me. I know like right on and my wrong. moral compass where it stands, but I don't have like a strong personal tie to it. What is her strong, per like why do you care if people get divorced? Yeah, like literally like, why do you care so much, girly? You don't live with me? Like, you know, it's just weird. Because the government's giving away all of the money. Like stop acting like people would get divorced for a paycheck. That's not how it works. Yeah, no, people and divorce is so strenuous and a annoying and painful and a lot of times like angry like why are you acting like this is like a period like we're just gonna get divorced tomorrow no she just acts like women are all like these whiny like they can never be satisfied they're never happy and they're just always looking for the next best thing and that men are just these like solid like they just want to stick it out and it's women causing all of these issues and i'm like who hurt ah, you have you met a man before <laughs> I just am so sure also that you could definitely find a clip of her somewhere on the internet talking about how like probably the reason that women even get married or like get into relationships is because they're gold diggers and they have an incentive because they're gonna have the man support them and all this shit. But then suddenly now it's the incentive to do the opposite. And now it's like, no, now they don't wanna be with the men because they're gonna get money. It seems like we win regardless, but I am, uh, that's news to me. It's also hilarious that her parents are still together. Her parents are still together? Yes, yeah, so she literally has no frame of reference for any of this. Uh, None of First it. of all, Lily, that's not true. She's spoken to hundreds of women, so. <sighs> You're very mistaken. Uh, I am sleepy and annoyed with Pearl and I wanna go play Fortnite. You know, like, this is why we said that we didn't wanna talk about her because she pisses us off so much. She does. But that's the thing, I'm like, it's not like, oh, there's a difference of opinions. Lily, you need to be tolerant of, no, no, she's just stupid. Oh no, I will not tolerate her. I don't care who tells me to. I will not tolerate just pearly things. I would love so much for her to like have to live a day in her, in the world that she like talks about, how it's this perfect society of like, Family, I want all of her rules to be implemented for a day and her have to deal with it and see how she likes it. All these people wanting there to be policies to reflect the weird little world they've created in their head that does not and could never be applicable to real life humans with real emotions who like ebb and flow through life. They want people to live in this tiny little shoebox, and it's like, girly, why don't you live there by your damn self? Nobody wants to go with you. Like, I just cannot. Why are you so loud? Why do you keep talking? I can't. Because she doesn't have anything of self to say so 
if she says it louder, then... And angry reactions broke up with her, and now she's got nothing else. This is like her last ditch effort as she's sliding off the internet. She's like, please, no! It's funny, because when you think about the fact that she was with him, and then also, I, I guess, I don't know if she's been, like, particularly racist, but she did platform what's-his-name, who got us demonetized for that episode. <gasps> Nick uh, DeFuentes or whatever? Nick Fuentes, yeah. She defended having him on her podcast, where she's like, well, like, I didn't find him to be racist. Yeah, Pearl, you're fucking white! Are you kidding? Like, we don't care what you found. <laughs> but um, I think her dating history, which literally I feel like that's it. The fact that she even starts this like before when they're first like getting introduced, she says she used to watch uh, Frenemies. And I'm like, really? You just know. She's just a little clout goblin sucking up whatever she can. I don't think Pearl would enjoy content made by people that have completely opposite ideologies that she does. So that makes me think that she's full of shit. Yeah, she seems really nervous too because she's probably like a huge Ethan stan. Well, sorry. <laughs> Again, this week, we just uh, haven't been bringing the good vibes. We've uh, had nothing but like some interesting topics. Hopefully next week, I mean, why don't we do like a little poll? Do you guys want us to finish this Pearl thing on Monday? Do you want us to just not talk? Listen, I'm down for both. Yeah, honestly, I, I like it riles me up. Obviously I get heated, but I could fucking rant about her. Yeah, you for seem like you have like multiple speeches straight. There's prepared. endless content. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah, you came prepared. Girl. It's because I don't have any, I like see her shorts randomly. You don't have anyone to talk. Like destroys feminists, blah, blah. When she's like, well, I've talked to hundreds of women and that's her evidence. But like, I never have anyone to talk to about so, so now it's um, all of you it's all been building up <laughs> yeah thank you guys so much that is all we have for you today but thank you so much if you made it to the end as always we appreciate you and yeah we will see you on monday to hopefully not talk about pearl okay bye, bye. <laughs>